Welcome once again to the Coffee and Heroes podcast. Your host as always, Alan, the owner of Coffee and Heroes, a comic book store and coffee shop in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Delighted to have you joining me today as I'll be going through the previews books that have just landed this week, which are the July solicitations for release in September 2022. So, as ever, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. The reason we do these preview shows is because the comics industry is very unique in that it works very much on a pre-order basis. Companies only print a finite amount of copies of any one title, and they basically do that based on the, the pre-order system. How many pre-orders the title gets, how popular that title is going to be, will result in a bigger print run. The great thing about pre-ordering your titles with us is that you're always guaranteed cover A, you're always guaranteed a first print, and you're always guaranteed a for cover price on release day. There's no uh, marking up of any titles, anything like that. If, so, if one becomes suddenly sought after or hard to find, anything like that, you're guaranteed it with us on release day as I say, cover price. So we just like to try and inform you guys about what's coming out. You know, it is a few months down the line, but we do it in a few different ways. We'll mention it on our YouTube show, doing our best to spotlight one or two titles each week. We'll have the previews board in the store, which again, it, it breaks it down, you know, to a very, uh, to very much to its root source in terms of only having a couple of uh, recommendations. But we certainly go through it in this podcast as well into much more detail. We always go through the three different books, the DC book, the Marvel book and the indie book. For a brief overview, the, the DC book this month is relatively strong. There's quite a, a large number of brand new number ones, so starting points for people. There's some continuing series that are still very, very early on. There's some great one-shots, some uh, nice facsimiles, and uh, one or two nice collected editions in there as well, which we'll be spotlighting. There's also a 30th anniversary special coming for a beloved DC character. With regards to the Marvel book, there's a huge emphasis on Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day, which of course is their big summer event coming. A big emphasis on all the titles that tie into that. But there's some nice new stuff in there as well, which I'll be highlighting, uh, including some new stuff from Derek Landy, who we've, we've been big fans of in his Marvel work so far. So a really welcome series for those who like the supernatural side of the Marvel Universe. And then also a couple of nice facsimiles in there as well. With the indie book, it's a strong month again because uh, there are some superstar creators launching some new titles. You know, Donny Cates and Rand Stegman have been one of the biggest creative teams of the last decade. Certainly their Venom run, Keenan Black, Absolute Carnage. They're launching a brand new series at uh, Image Comics. And Image have a really strong month this uh, month, but there is also a lot of really good stuff from the other companies as well, which we'll certainly go into. I should say that these books are always available for you to have a look at in store. So if you ever fancy just dropping in, sitting having a cup of coffee and want to have a flick through the books, and then you can always let us know if there's anything you'd like added to your pull list at that time. If anything does appeal to you, as I say, get it to us as soon as you can. It'll go on the pull lists, whether it's dropping us an email at coffeeandheroes at hotmail.com, whether it's popping into the store or dropping us a message through Facebook Messenger, for example, as well. So yeah, let's uh, dig into the books and see what we have. So we kick things off with the DC book. And DC are still very much having the new run that drops from Chip Zdarsky on Batman at the forefront of their issues. This uh, this September is going to be issue 127. But issue 125 hasn't come out yet, which of course is the jumping on point for the Chip Zdarsky series. 
we've plenty ordered so if this appeals to you just let us know we can still organize that for you but as ever in terms of new titles there's always an emphasis on the bat family i mean what can we say batman clearly sells the first one up that is a definite for myself is batman versus robin number one so this is going to be a five issue mini series it's written by mark weed loving having him back in the dc universe and art is by mahmoud azrar who's been doing some wonderful stuff over at marvel and again making a bit of a return to dc so this is spinning out of the events of both batman superman world's finest and shadow war father and son will do battle in one of the single most earth-shattering tales ever told so again i think mark wade is doing wonderful stuff with world's finest and then again as as i say big fan of mahmoud azrar on art for that Sticking with the Batman theme, we mentioned it on last month's pod, but there's going to be a series for sort of the next seven or eight months of one-shots. They're going to be premium format. Now, that doesn't mean silly size. That just means square-bound and cardstock covers. And it's a series called Batman One Bad Day. So we've already highlighted last month Batman One Bad Day Riddler. Well, now we have Batman One Bad Day Two-Face. So different creative team each time for these. And for the Two-Face one, it's written by Mariko Tamaku, who, of course, has been doing such great work on Detective Comics recently. And it's drawn by Javier Fernandez, who's worked on the likes of Nightwing and Keen Spawn, for example. So for this one, the solicitation reads, Two-Face has always been viewed as Batman's most tragic villain. If only Harvey Dent hadn't been scarred by acid, he would have continued his good work as DA, right? Or has Batman extended Harvey Dent too much grace in his multiple attempts at reform? He'll question himself as Harvey Dent is free once more, scarred but seemingly free of Two-Face's influence. But when it's revealed Harvey Dent's father has been threatened to be murdered on his 88th birthday, will Two-Face be able to resist joining the party? So yeah, these are one shots. You can pick them up at your own leisure in terms of each one shot will stand on their own. But of course this is part of a series as well. So again, you can either let us know if it's a case of wanting just specific ones based on villains you like or creative teams that you like. Or if you'd like us to pull the whole series for you, either is easy to do. Moving along, DC Connect. As I said, there was a 30th anniversary special this month, and it's for Harley Quinn. Jeez, time flies. 1992, she made her first appearance through the Batman animated series, then, of course, through Batman Adventures 12, and then into mainline continuity for DC. So there's going to be a uh, 96-page prestige one-shot. And again, a ton of uh, different talented creators are going to be involved in this so writing wise you've got amanda connor jeremy palmiotti paul dini stephanie phillips sam humphreys rob williams terry dodson and more in terms of art you've got guillaume march riley rosmo stepan sejic erica henderson miko suyan john timms terry dodson Raphael albuquerque and again a few more as well so there's going to be uh, some nice variant covers for this as well so you have the main cover itself which is done by uh, amanda connor i believe and then you have variant covers free to order variant covers which is nice to see from the likes of lee bermeo j scott campbell terry dodson adam hughes uh, jerome opina stepan sajic and bruce tim there are some ratio ones as well but again that'll be very much dependent on how the orders go for this one if we do qualify for these ones So moving along, you have a new Robin title launching, which is Tim Drake Robin. Now, I've made no secret of my my, uh, thought that Tim Drake is the most boring Robin, but you never know. Chip Zdarsky is putting him into the main bat title, and then here's a new miniseries coming along as well. So Tim Drake Robin number one, written by Megan Fitzmartin and art by Riley Rossmo. So, I mean, 
the blurb just outright lies from the start. It says, step aside Damien, the world's favourite Robin has got this. Damien is the world's famous Robin. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, that's right, after years away, Tim Drake is taking centre stage in a brand spanking new Robin series of his very own. So, yeah, if you're a fan of the character, this is definitely for you. It's a strong creative team working on this as well. And, of course, Riley Rossmo's recently been doing Harley Quinn, but has obviously moved over to this title as well. We continue through the DC Connect. You know, you've got Dark Crisis continuing. It, in, it reaches issue four this month. The, the one-shot tie in Worlds Without a Justice League focuses on Wonder Woman, so that's a, a nice one-shot there. You've got Deceased, War of the Undead Gods. It's reached number two. Of course, it is available for uh, pre-order still at this point, Deceased, War of the Undead Gods 1. So if you want to jump on that, do let us know, and we can certainly organize that for you. I mean, we're big fans of Deceased in the store. Tom Taylor knocks it out of the park every single time he uh, he does this title. We move along, you've got a Superman one-shot called Superman Warworld Apocalypse. This is a 56-page one-shot that's going to wrap up the Warworld saga. And it looks like it's going to be projecting Clark back towards Earth as well. So it'd be a good jumping-on point there, I think. Because after that, you've got Action Comics 1047, which they have as a, a new logo on the front saying Kal-El Returns Part 1. So same again, this would be a really good time for you to jump on to Action Comics. I mean, this whole War World saga Philip Kennedy Johnson has been weaving has proved immensely popular. So now might be a good time for you to jump back on there. We've got Flashpoint Beyond continuing, reaching number 5, been loving that series. But undoubtedly one of my most anticipated titles this month is DC Horror Presents Sergeant Rock vs. the Army of the Dead. I mean, you hear Army of the Dead and you think this this must have something to do with Bruce Campbell, right? Well, you would be right. It is written by Bruce Campbell, no less. Groovy, if I do say so myself. Uh, art on this one is Eduardo Risso as well, one of my favourite artists. And Gary Frank is doing covers. And Francesco Francovia is doing variant covers. You can see why this appeals to me so, so much. I'm fans of all those guys. So yeah, for this one, it's Berlin 1944. The Nazis are besieged on all fronts by the Allied forces. Defeat is inevitable. But Hitler and his team of evil scientists attempt a last-ditch effort that may turn the tide of the war and rewrite history itself. A serum that resurrects their dead soldiers stronger than they were in life and sends them back into the battlefield. Now Sergeant Frank Rock and Easy Company have been dispatched into enemy territory to face off against the strangest, most horrific enemies they've ever encountered, Nazi zombies. Horror icon Bruce Campbell and comics legend Eduardo Risso bring you a terror-soaked Sergeant Rock tale like no other. See, again, that's going to be a six-issue um, six miniseries. Cannot recommend that enough. Definitely up there with my picks of the month there. We've got Human Target coming back this month, which is great to see. It's been one of my favourite series reaching number seven here so it's seven of 12 of course we've got a dark knights of steel one shot coming out as well uh, called dark knights of steel tales from the three kingdoms if you have this uh dark knights of steel on your pull list we'll automatically pull that for you as well we've got batman the audio adventures number one uh kicking off this is a new comic that picks up right after the season finale of the award-winning podcast batman the audio adventures and this is going to be a seven issue mini series as well Continuing along, there's a cool-looking Titans title coming out, Titans United Blood Pact, number one. This is written by Kevin Scott with art by Lucas Mayer. The Titans are back, united against the common foe, aren't they? All seems lost when Tim Drake wakes, out of uniform and seemingly out of time. Surely he was just fighting alongside Nightwing, Superboy, Starfire, Beast Boy and Donna Troy. 
But where is Raven and what links her to the Fearsome Five? A blood sacrifice is coming that will change the world forever. So, six-issue miniseries for that one. If you're a, a big fan of Titans, definitely one to jump into there. Looking at some of the collected editions for this month, uh, are they're really exciting as well. I mean, we have Catwoman Lonely City. This was a... Um, Black Label Prestige Plus series by Cliff Chang, who was writing and drawing. Brilliant title. We're just waiting on the fourth issue to come out in terms of the singles, but I have loved every step of the way of this title. It's essentially uh, an older superhero title, but it focuses on Catwoman. And what's cool about it is in this uh, alternate reality, Batman is out of the picture, Nightwing is out of the picture, the Joker is out of the picture, and Commissioner Gordon and it's nice you know nearly every older superhero book certainly in the dc universe is either batman or superman so it's actually nice to see someone uh being given a different showcase big big fan of this huge fan of cliff chang ever since uh he did wonder woman in the new 52 i was the artist on that of course the artist on paper guards with brian k vaughn tv show coming soon for that as well so yeah highly highly recommend this when it hits uh when it hits hardcover You've also got uh, Shadow War hitting uh, trade paperback, so plenty in this to enjoy. 304 pages. This was you know, spearheaded by Joshua Williamson. And this, of course, includes things such as Shadow War Alpha, the Batman tie-ins, Deathstroke tie-ins, Robin tie-ins, as well as the one-shot Warzone and Omega to finish off as well. So has it all in one place. I mean, the reading order was a little bit reminiscent of the 90s when you needed to buy all these tie-in titles. But it was really, really worth it. I thought that was uh, an excellent uh, miniseries from Joshua Williamson. In celebration of the late, great George Perez, there is a poster portfolio coming. Uh, DC Comics is proud to present the poster portfolio of covers celebrating the prolific career of renowned artist George Perez. Featuring artwork from the New Teen Titans, Wonder Woman, Crisis on Infinite Earths and more. This collection spotlights George Penshaw for crafting some of the most iconic and unforgettable images in comics. This posters in this volume present but a fraction of the work by this beloved illustrator whose art has touched the hearts of comic fans around the world for generations. So definitely one worth picking up uh, in honour of uh, one of the best to ever you know, pick up a pencil. So we go from there and pretty much into the continuing series. So you'll see things like Detective Comics, of course, Ram B taking over that with 1062. You know, you, there's still time to jump on that. We have uh, Harley Quinn 22. The Quinn is dead. Who killed Harley Quinn? According to the cover, that might get some people excited. Uh, for those non-Harley fans among you. Uh, one thing definitely to keep a lookout for. I, I talk a lot about facsimiles and so forth. Well, there's a great facsimile coming, which is Action Comics number one. Of course, originally published in June 1938. This was a comic that started it all. And they're doing a perfect facsimile. So it'll have the, the Superman stories in there. But it'll also have all the all other stories and the ads from the original 1930 publication so definitely worth getting that and you know they're, they're just always really good reminders of where this uh this industry we love so much all started so definitely get on that uh, let's be honest it's the closest any of us are gonna get to having uh, an action comics number one in our collection from there it's just pretty much all trades after that you've got some cool trades down there you've got aquaman Green Arrow Deep Target, which is one to look forward to. You've got DC Horror Soul Plumber. There's a new printing for the fantastic Omnibus for Grayson. Refrigerator Full of Heads hits trade. Joker hits trade. Uh, it's only been available as a hardcover so far. So there's plenty in there to look forward to. And plenty of uh, cool-looking titles in the DC book this month. Again, 
There will be a paper copy in the store, hopefully arriving with our delivery next week. But you can always look up DC Connect at any time. Just Google DC Connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, and you'll be able to find a PDF version to look through there to keep you up to date. So that is DC, and what about Marvel? Well, with regards to Marvel, there's a big, big emphasis this month on Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day. So again, this is their big event for the summer by the time September rolls around, the main series, which is slated to be six issues, will be reaching issue four. But my word, if there aren't tons of tie-ins for this series. You've got AXE Avengers, number one, written by Kieran Gillen. You've got AXE Death to the Mutants, written by Kieran Gillen. X-Force 32, Wolverine 25. You've got Fantastic 447, Immortal X-Men, number six. Suffice to say, there are plenty of tie-ins to this event, so if you love your big events, you're in for a treat. Personally, I think you should just be able to read the, the main six titles, and then pick up the ones that you, you know, you like those characters, or you like certain creators who are writing. But the first new title to put a spotlight on is All Out Avengers number one. So this comes from the team of Derek Landy, of course well-known for Skullduggery Pleasant, but has been quietly amassing a really good portfolio of work in the Marvel Universe working through Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America, Iron Man. I mean, he achieved the impossible. He got me reading an Iron Man book. Um, and then Greg Land, of course, has been around for a long, long time. So with this one, uh, I believe it's going to be a mini-series, and it kicks off... It's Essentially, it's an interesting idea. It's a series that starts in the middle of a, an explosive action and then races to a shocking climax. An alien attack, a missing piece of wormhole tech, a city warped, its citizens transformed into hideous creatures loyal to an empress from the far side of the universe, and a certain Captain Marvel looking to her fellow Avengers with murderous intent. Plunge into the action, take a deep breath, because you will not be allowed up for air as a thrilling new series kicks off in the strongest, strangest way possible. In September, we're as far as the last issue for Fortnite Marvel Zero War. So that is due in uh, September. So if you're on that title, that'll be the conclusion. And then I'm sure trade will hit. And I'm sure they'll do it in a very similar way to how DC did it. In terms of collecting everything together in one trade paperback. Hopefully with the codes as well. But I'd mentioned the new Supernatural series in the intro. And this is definitely going to be one to interest a few people. Midnight Suns, number one of five launches this month. Written by Ethan Sachs and art by Luigi Zagaria. A dark prophecy and apocalyptic new villains with horrifying powers, the likes of which Earth have never faced before, ordains a team of Midnight Suns to rise and tear shit up. Pardon my French. Uh, Magic Wolverine, Blade, Spirit Rider and Nico Minoru. But what does this new threat have to do with the Sorcerer Supreme's past? And why is Strange Academy student Zoe Lavo number one on the Suns list? So it's nice to see... A little bit of integration of characters from Strange Academy because that has been a wonderful title. But yeah, there's sure to be some uh, plenty of people jumping on that, I would say. I'd mentioned facsimiles in DC, but there's also a couple of good facsimiles for Marvel this month. You've got Amazing Spider-Man number one facsimile. So the first issue ever of the solo series for Peter Parker and the famous Web Slinger. But you've also got the Amazing Spider-Man annual number one facsimile and this was the introduction of the Sinister Six. So again... Facsimiles, perfect reprints right down to the, the ads that were around at the time as well. We continue through the book. There's a nice one-shot, Miss Marvel and Venom number one, written by Jody Hauser and art by Dave Wachter as well. Miss Marvel teams up with Dylan Brock, the new Wicked Web Slinger on the block, as a scheme to harness the symbiote raises its ugly head. 
The first Venom Miss Marvel partnership is also the concluding movement of the superhero sympathy of the summer, as we reveal the connection between Wolverine, Moon Knight, and Venom, and Kamala Khan's team up uncovers the larger plot behind it all. So we continue through the book. There's some continuing series. We've got the Captain America series continuing, Sentinel of Liberty, which is, of course, the Steve Rogers one, and Symbol of Truth, which is the Sam Wilson. You've got Jim Foster and the Mighty Thor continuing, as well as She-Hulk and the Variants, also Moon Knight, Punisher. Tons of really good titles coming out of Marvel at the moment that uh, are either reaching... Uh, story arc conclusions this month which will then lead to trade paperbacks or starting off new story arcs and therefore be good jumping on points you know for example venom 11 is going to uh, kick off a new story arc called demonification so there's a good jumping on point whereas carnage reaches number six so that'll be the end of that story arc so you know daredevil hits number three you got hulk continuing thor continuing there is a resolicit this month for alien number one as well it was in last month's book but it looks like it's just been held back a little bit philip kennedy johnson of course on this with art by julius ota as well so if you're a fan of alien i highly recommend jumping on that there's a Star Wars one-shot, which might interest quite a few people. Star Wars Visions, number one. This is written by Takeshi Okazaki, who also does the art as well. And this is essentially manga meets Star Wars in this one-shot. So, again, I think plenty of people will be into that. You've got the continuation of all of the Star Wars titles, of course. Everything from Star Wars Vader to uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca to the Obi-Wan series, for example. And then we get to the back of the Marvel book, which always has good omnibus collections and good collected editions. I mean, for me, the the standout this month is definitely Captain America by Nick Spencer, Volume 1, as this is one of the most controversial Captain America runs of recent years. And in my mind, one of the best. I mean, I even remember Stan Lee saying that this was the most interesting thing anyone has ever done with Captain America in years. So that is going to contain Captain America Sam Wilson 1 to 17, Captain America Steve Rogers 1 to 11, Avengers Standoff issues, uh, as well as uh, a Civil War 2 uh, tie in series as well. They're continuing the Amazing Spider Man omnibuses. There's going to be an Amazing Spider Man Beyond omnibus. So this is the more recent Spider Man Beyond, uh, all in one edition if you happen to miss that. As I was saying earlier, Fortnite Times Marvel has been solicited in this month, although its release date's not until November 2022. You've also then got good trade collections. You've got some epic collections for Thor and Incredible Hulk, Tomb of Dracula, uh, as well as a new printing as well for X-Men First Class. So, yeah, pretty strong Marvel book there as well, just as with the, the DC book. Tons to jump into, tons of great continuing series. And also some mad jumping on points, which I think is always very, very important. But we step away then from Marvel and from DC and we go on to the indie book. Now, the indie book is always the hardest one to sort of bring down into, say, 10, 15 picks, simply because there's so much content in the indie books. You know, you've not only got stuff from the likes of Image and Dark Horse and Boom and IDW and Dynamite and AWA Studios and Aftershock. You've got tons of stuff from smaller companies, Scout Comics, you know, Sourcepoint Press, Vault Comics. So it's always worth coming into stores and saying, having a wee look through this. But for me, it's undoubtedly Image to take the crown this month, as they do a lot of months, to be honest. They just have so many great creators on their books. So for me, the first one that stands out is Bone Orchard 10,000 Black Feathers number one. So this is a new series in the Bone Orchard mythos. Recently came out with a graphic novel called The Passageway, which was thoroughly excellent. 
and now it's moving into sort of single issue series as well so it's the same creators so jeff lemire on writing duties and andrea sorrentino on art and again this is uh from the acclaimed creative team behind Gideon Falls, Primordial and The Passageway comes a new series in the bold and ambitious shared horror universe of the Bone Orchard mythos. So there's going to be all these different horror titles and they're all going to tie into the same universe. You know, the previews pages, as you would expect here, absolutely gorgeous. And it is genuinely one of the most tense and, you know, atmospheric things I've read in quite some time. One that's sure to appeal to loads of people in store is Creepshow is getting a little bit of a relaunch. Creepshow number one, going to be a five-issue miniseries. I love that they state in the book here that it's the Silver Coin meets House of Slaughter. Silver Coin's fantastic, by the way. It's a series that does not get enough love. But yeah, back to Creepshow anyway. You've got some great talent involved with this one. Chris Burnham, Paul Dini and Steve Langford writing. And then you've got Chris Burnham and John McRae on art. The worldwide phenomenon uh, comes to comics in a star-studded five-issue anthology series that will scare you to death. In this debut issue, Chris Burnham terrifies with the tale of trick-or-treaters who are taught what happens when you mess with the wrong house. Then, legendary Batman the Animated Series creator Paul Dini, Steve Langford and John McRae petrify with the party antics of Shingo, the birthday clown with an appetite for more than cake. Each issue of Creepshow will feature different creative teams with uniquely horrifying standalone stories. I definitely can tell where the, uh, where the silver coin influence comes from on that. But I'd mentioned in the intro about a certain Donny Cates and Rand Stegman working on a title, and that title is Vanish. So this is a brand new number one. It's an oversized number one launching in September, uh, September 21st to be precise. It's 40 pages, uh, as well as Donny Cates writing and Rand Stegman on art. Also on art, you've got J.P. Meyer, Sonia Obak, and John J. Hill. A few different variant covers as well. And then beyond that, a few uh, qualifying ratio variants. But again, depending on pre-orders, whether we qualify for those ones. From Tony Cates, Rand Stegman, the all-star creative team that brought you Venom, comes an all-new take on the classic hero's quest. Oliver Harrison was a mythical hero who slayed the greatest threat to his realm before even hitting puberty. But that was them. As an adult, Oliver leads an average cookie-cutter suburban life, aside from the fact that he's mentally unstable, massively paranoid, smokes like a chimney, and gets blackout drunk every night to hide from his horrific nightmares. Will the arrival of a superhero team called The Prestige prove the madness isn't all in Oliver's head? And what about all the epic fantasy crap from his childhood? Join us for a brutal hell tale of magical worlds, gifted youth, evil sorcerers, superheroes, war, blood, guts, and death that punches you right in the face. So, yeah, I mean, this is the perfect example of always following creators as much as anything because with that creative team on board, I'm on board. Also offered this month is Saga Volume 10. This will be the first new Saga trade paperback volume in you know, over three years now. And, uh, yeah, so great having Saga back. It's every bit as great as you remember. And Volume 10 is essentially going to collect issues 55 to 60. So I'm sure the single issues will be on a little bit of a break at this point, as is the preferred Model 4 saga. Just gives Fiona Staples a little bit of a chance to get ahead of the game with the single issue art while the trade comes out, and then maybe even bring a few new people to the to the fray. Another of my big image ones, this is one of the reasons the image has won this month for me. The next Reckless book hits. Oh, Yes. Uh, so Reckless, of course, is from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips with Jacob Phillips on Colours. This is their hardcover collection book following the uh, trials and tribulations of Ethan Reckless. So the fifth book in the best-selling Reckless series is here. 
In the wake of the 1989 earthquake, Ethan takes a trip to San Francisco to search for a missing woman. But almost immediately, he finds himself going down a path of darkness and murder in a case unlike anything he's followed, uh, unlike anything he's faced before. Follow Me Down is the most intense of the reckless books so far, and yet another hit from the most acclaimed creative team in comics. I can't argue with that last statement. Brubaker Phillips just equals gold, and again, the previews pages are excellent for that. Image also have some other nice collections hitting this month. You've got Bloodstained Teeth, the first volume hitting, which will collect Bloodstained Teeth issues 1 to 5. You've got a beautiful looking deluxe hardcover edition for Philadelphia. This is going to this is going to be an oversized book as well. Instead of just having the 12 issues of Philadelphia in here, it's also going to have the tie-in story uh, that were in the back of some of the Philadelphia issues. It was called Elysium Garden, so that's all going to be contained as well. I mean, we've talked before at length about our love for Philadelphia, so if you haven't indulged just yet, now is the time to do it because, I mean, a beautiful hardcover like that where you know that the story is fantastic, you know, cannot recommend it enough. So we move away from Image and into the realm of Boom. And the main one that sort of uh, caught my eye this month is a title called Briar. Uh, this is written by Christopher Cantwell. Uh, you know, Christopher Cantwell's been doing some great stuff recently. And illustrated by German Garcia. And this is for fans of Monstrous and Grim. What if Sleeping Beauty never got her happily ever after and instead had to save herself? Set in a brutal fantasy world of time forgot, this isn't the fairy tale you know. Eisner Award winner, uh, writer, producer and director Christopher Campwell and rising artist German Garcia reimagine the classic tale as an epic dark fantasy adventure. I mean, this, this is definitely giving me something that's killing the children vibes. This is giving me grim vibes. So, you know, this, this is one of those occasions where you want to jump on a title early. One for all you Power Rangers fans hits this month as well, which is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number 100. And as it reaches 100 issues, they have got a whole pile of all-star creators back who have worked on the title over time. It's written by Ram Parrott, drawn by Marco Rena, uh, Moises Hidalgo, Dan Mora, Henry Presetia, Daniel Dinaculo, and more on top of that. So this is also going to be Rampart's last issue on any Power Rangers title as well. Of course, he's doing such great stuff with Rogue Son at Image. I'm sure he has one or two other titles up his sleeve as well. So, yeah, definitely one for the, the Power Rangers fans. I'm sure that'll work well as a one-shot, as well as obviously being the end of the Rampart run. It'll probably work as a jumping-on point for people as well, I would imagine, as it will sort of finish off what he's done, but also set it up nicely for whoever does take over. We move from there and on to Dark Horse and a certain Kevin Smith who is uh, coming back to comics. He is actually starting a little imprint at Dark Horse called Secret Stash Press. And this looks really, really interesting. And of course, there's a Francesco Francovia variant, which I'm going to want. Of course, there is. So uh, written by Kevin Smith and Andy McElfresh. And it's drawn by John Springlemayer. Felicia Dance is hiding in plain sight. The provocative social media star and shock TV sensation has one of the most recognisable faces in the world. So she can't capture and kill the butchers who murdered her little brother and experimented on Felicia like a lab rat when she was a child. Not unless she looks like someone else. The face of justice is reshaped forever and masquerade 
An exciting new Vigilante comic series from writers Kevin Smith and Andy McElfresh and artist John Sprenglemeyer, marking the dynamic debut of Kevin Smith's Secret Stage Press imprint with his very own Vigilante. So, four-issue miniseries for this to kick things off. I think the preview art looks pretty great on that. So, uh, I would highly recommend jumping on that. I mean, Dark Horse seemed to be the place to go to this month for the sort of well-known outside of comics names because David Duchovny is also making his comic debut. Depending on how you know David Duchovny, of course, whether Fox Mulder or Hank Moody or any other character he's played, but probably most known to most of our listeners, I would say, is Fox Mulder. And he is releasing a original hardcover here. So written by David Duchovny and art by Philip Sive. When the Benedem, benevolent space gods, returned to Kepler, a planet where Homo sapiens went extinct and all other hominid species thrived, their arrival threatens to plunge the world into chaos. West, a 16-year-old Neanderthal girl, is thrust into the conflict and her efforts, unique because of her mixed hominid heritage, not only change her life, but also reveal the merciless ambition and identity of the gods themselves. This is put down as in the tradition of such canonical sci-fi classics as Planet of the Apes. Again, talk about putting yourself under pressure when you, you know, put yourself so close to something like that. I mean, this seems to be a really good month for Dark Horse. There's another title that caught my eye, a new horror series from Tim Seeley and Fran Galan. It's called The Roadie. This is going to be a four-issue mini-series kicking off in September, so... From Tim Seeley, who of course did Hackslash and Revival, and Fran Gallan, who did Lucky Devil, comes this horror saga about nostalgia, heavy metal music, hell and redemption. More than 35 years after his heyday, a former heavy metal roadie must return to the back roads of America to do a job he thought he had retired from, an exorcist. But this time he's not saving groupies and drunk bassists, this time he's trying to save his daughter. I think that sounds great. As I say, a really strong month for Dark Horse. I mean, they might actually be challenging Image a little bit here with some really, really interesting looking titles. So we move away from there and on to Ablaze. And Ablaze is a smaller uh, comics publisher that I keep trying to showcase their work a little bit more because they've been doing some great stuff recently. Life Zero comes to mind straight away from Marco Cicchetto. But what they're doing here is an adaptation of a Lovecraft story. This is called Lovecraft Unknown Kadath. So this is written by Florentino Flores, based on the works of H.P. Lovecraft. Art by Guillermo Sana and Jacques Salomon. So for this one, Randolph Carter, a traveller to dreamland, tries not to wake up before reaching his goal, the elusive Kadath, the home of the gods, a place of fantasy and overflowing imagination. Carter walks through a world full of threats and abominable monsters, but also of palaces, exuberant cities and geographies that remind man of his insignificant role on the gigantic cosmic chessboard. What are the reasons to keep going when everything around us is terrifying and lethal? Kadath may offer some answers to this question. An adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's The Dream Quest of Unknown Kadath, unlike anything you've ever seen before. And as a bonus, we'll also include the original prose story. So yeah, I think that uh, that sounds great. A little bit of Lovecraft's never a bad thing. Definitely, definitely one of my picks of this month, though. This will be hitting the, the chalkboard in store. It's from Aftershock Comics, and it's a new title from Chris Condon, who's been doing amazing work with that Texas Blood. And the artist on this one is Francesco B. Baggiani. I mean, it's almost like they decided this was just aimed squarely at me. Chris Condon writing. Francesco Francavia uh, variant cover. Let's go. This is called Hell is a Squared Circle. This is a wrestling noir. 
And they do ask, is wrestling noir a genre? Well, it is now. Ted the Irish Muska Walsh is a third tier wrestling heel with a problem himself. He's behind on rent, child support and his career, but he thinks he can change things. As he attempts to take control of his life, his actions leave him with blood on his hands. Ted finds himself on the run from the authorities and the darkness of his past. As Ted tries to escape his former self and build a new, better future, his mistakes come back to haunt him, inside the ring and out. This is actually a 48-page prestige one-shot from Aftershock Comics, and again, it's already one of those things I would have been following the creator anyway, but also the fact that it's indulging my love of wrestling means I'm definitely on board for that. So we move away from there and on to a title from Opus Comics, which seems to be a up-and-coming label. There's been a few guys jumping on titles from Opus in the last few weeks. But one that's coming out that looks really, really cool, and again, it's continuing a music theme. This is called Eternal Descent Number 1. It's written by Michael Marecki and art by Marco Lorenzana. So, doctorate student and struggling musician Lara Constance has become obsessed with the occult influence on the history of music, hoping it will lead to her big break. But she soon learns that evil is very real and finds herself cast into the eternal battle between heaven and hell, with the world hanging in the balance. Yeah, it's just going to be a limited series kicking off in September and looks pretty great, I have to say. One that I th- what caught my eye as well, which I thought would be a good one, because I find 2000 AD is quite hard to get into. You know, it's obviously been going so long, you know, outside of Judge Dredd, I don't know an awful lot about it. But, I mean, 2000 AD has been home to some of the best talents in the last 30, 40 years from British comics, you know. Alan Moore came from 2000 AD, Mark Millar came from 2000 AD, Grant Morrison, Jock, Andy Diggle, all these great guys. And what they're doing is they're starting to put together these best of anthologies. So it's Best of 2000 AD Volume 1 Trade Paperback. It's got a new cover by Jamie McKelvey. So this is the ultimate 2000 AD mixtape has finally arrived. Best of 2000 AD is a landmark series from the cult comic, bursting with our greatest stories for a new generation of readers. In each edition, you'll find an exclusive new Judge Dredd adventure, fresh essays by prominent popular culture writers, a graphic novel-length feature presentation by Global Legends and a Vintage Dread case. In this volume, Judge Dredd battles Moody Block Anarchy, Halo Jones escapes in Alan Moore's first masterpiece, Humanity is on the Brink in the Space Murder Mystery from Dan Abnett and INJ Culbard, Judge Anderson takes centre stage in the search for Shambhala, so... I think if this is going to be a new series of books, then it's something I'm very much into. I mean, I read a little bit of 2000 AD when I was younger, but never on such a consistent basis that I know the mythology, that I know the lore, but it's definitely something I want to uh, want to get into. One thing I wanted to point out through the book, and I know there are one or two people rather upset about this, but uh, there's a Doctor Who comic special coming out this year that is... Written by none other than Dan Slott. Uh, the artist by Christopher Jones, Matthew Dow Smith and Mike Collins. Now, this is a one-shot special. So, 64 pages. And Eisner Award winner Dan Slott's Doctor Who comic series debut sees Martha Jones spin three sensational yarns about the 10th Doctor in order to survive. An epic story that sees companion Martha Jones captured by the insatiable Pyramids. And her only hope for survival is to keep them distracted with sensational untold tales of the 10th Doctor facing off against his greatest foes. So, essentially, David Tennant is returning to Doctor Who, and that has a lot of people excited. But, yeah, it was originally solicited for much earlier than this, 
but uh, it's obviously been held back, whether it's paper shortages, redoing the story, uh, whatever other elements. But yeah, we've, we've plenty of people that on pre-order already, but you have not missed out. So get those pre-orders in. And then we're going to finish off with one last recommendation then, and this comes from Vault Comics. This is a series called The Nasty, a brand new number one. It comes from Vault's horror imprint called Nightfall. And the reason this jumped straight to me, I mean, I love the horror genre anyway, but the other reason is because of the writer, which is John Lees. You know, huge fan, whether it be Sync, whether it be Crimson Cage. So yeah, so the nasty number one, Scotland, 1994. 18-year-old Thumper Connell still has an imaginary friend, the mass killer from his favourite slasher film. Thumper is obsessed with horror and always has been. He fills his time with scary VHS rentals and hanging out with his fellow fans, the Murder Club. But everything changes when his local video shop acquires one of the notorious films known as Video Nasties. Films go so scary, they're the target of the British Moral Decency League's crusade to ban and burn. But it's only a movie, right? It's all just imaginary, isn't it? A story about the perception of evil, the power of genre, the love of fandom, the need to create art, oh, and crap your pants, terror. So, yeah, written by John Lees and art by George Acambade. So, that has me... Uh, ready to go straight away. So, going to be a new mini series that one, and definitely one to to jump on to. So, yeah, again, there is far more in the previous book beyond what I've just went through. You know, again, those are just the titles that capture my imagination the most. But you can, of course, look through the books when you pop into the store, uh, or find them online and and let us know any any titles that do interest you. So, yeah, as I say, I will leave it there. Hope this proved useful as ever. You can get your pre-orders into us, either just let us know via Facebook Messenger, drop us an email, coffeeandheroes at hotmail.com, coffeeandheroes at hotmail.com, or just pop into the store and we'll get those titles added to your pull list. So again, this is the July previews, this is due out in September, and we'll need your orders in by around the 16th of July. So hope you guys are staying safe out there, I look forward to seeing you in the store soon, take it easy.